0: Hello everyone and welcome to Growing Pains. Um, my goal for this podcast is to discuss trauma and how it has an effect on our personalities and kind of just like who we are on the day to day. Full disclosure, I do not have a PhD in psychology and I am not claiming to be an expert of any kind. However, I do have experience with my own level of trauma and it has definitely taken its toll on on my personality, kind of just like who I am really as a person, and so I would just like to kind of start a conversation about it, um, because I know I'm not the only one. So a little backstory on myself, um, around the age six or seven, there was a physical blowout between my parents, um, at the time my parents were married, let's see, okay, so my father, he was a very neglectful man, um, there was four of us kids, my oldest brother, he has a different father, so he was kind of excluded from this um, situation in particular because he was actually away with his father's side of the family when it happened. Um, but overall, my dad was a very neglectful man. He worked the night shift at the company that he was at. I can't remember if it was a metal company or um, a plastic company, but either way, he worked night shift, so he was he would do that shift, and my mom she was working at a different company, and she would work days. Um And so when she would be at work, it would be his responsibility to take care of us. The situation was not ideal, um, but it is what it is. But he would often just kind of lock himself in his room and sleep all day. And we would be left to kind of just like fend for ourselves. Um, And uh, I I didn't know this until years, years later, like recently actually um my mom had had admitted to me that he was very verbally abusive towards her but we were completely oblivious to that um however one night we did see we did see him hurt her physically um my sister and I we were sleeping upstairs and one night we heard yelling shouting crashing banging just a lot of noise a lot of chaos and we were instantly frightened I guess my father, um, he got laid off from his job and he was really drunk and he was really pissed and he was taking it out on my mom. Um, I remember my sister and I, we made our way down the stairs and the stairs led right into the kitchen area and I remember seeing the broken plates, the knife on the floor, um, the table was broken, and then over the railing we were able to see the the, um, the dining room which was connected to the living room and in the dining room we had a giant book shelf and that was tipped over, that was on the ground and beyond that in the living room we saw our father towering over our mom and it was terrifying, we were young you know, like you you hear about bad people in the world but you never really expect the bad people to be in your home, you never really expect the bad people to be the, the person who's supposed to love you the most, it it was terrifying and um we knew it was wrong that we knew it had to stop and so so i don't know why it is that we said what we said but we called out and we said that we were hungry um and my mom she tried to get up and she said that she would make us some sandwiches and she was trying to be she was trying to calm us down like she was trying she was looking out for us even though you know she was in like a very bad situation she was still more concerned about us And I remember, so she was like, she, she was willing to, to get up and do that for us. And he had yelled at her to stay down. And he said that he would do it. And he told us to go back upstairs. My, my baby brother was actually in the living room and he was on the couch. So he witnessed everything. He saw everything. Um, anyway, so we made our way back up the stairs and I remember we were terrified we cuddled up with each other in bed and I remember sitting on the bed in the dark and I remember the fan on and eventually our father, he had made his way up the stairs but he didn't he didn't have anything. He just made his way up the stairs and he came into the room and he was trying to calm us down. He was trying to make us feel better and while he was upstairs doing that, um, my mom used that as a perfect opportunity to escape she had grabbed my brother, she ran out of the house, and she actually ended up calling the police, our neighbors, um, and I just remember, like, obviously, I didn't know that at the time, it was in later discussions where I found out that information, but, um, so, we were sitting in our room, and then our father, I don't know if he heard something, I don't know, but he eventually, he got up and he left, and he didn't come back, in fact, before we knew it, the house was being crowded with police officers which again was very scary and very confusing for us girls and I remember one one police officer, he was very large, a very tall man and he told us that we had to pack our things Um, so we got up and we were just like we were just packing our things and he was just watching us and eventually he escorted us outside into the police cars Um, after that it's a little bit of a blur Uh, But we ended up moving into a woman's shelter with my mom and my youngest brother. Uh, My oldest brother, he stayed with his dad. And as my mom tried to get back on her feet, we ended up getting taken in by relatives. And it's just, again, like you don't really expect the people, your family, to be the ones to hurt you. You don't ever expect that. But my family, the relatives that we were taken in by were very neglectful and in some cases abusive um CAS had gotten involved and they always try to paint my mom as the bad guy when in fact she was the only one who was actually fighting for us she was the only one who truly truly cared and loved us um my father he had disappeared um that's another story anyway so us kids we actually ended up getting split up a couple of times and Like I said, these homes, they were neglectful, they were abusive, um, and nobody seemed to listen to us. No one ever made us feel like we mattered. And personally, I grew up feeling incredibly insecure. I grew up feeling unloved, unimportant, like basically invisible. Um, I had developed a really bad temper. And I became extremely defensive, and a part of me kind of felt like it was my responsibility to protect the people that couldn't protect themselves. And so, well, actually, that was kind of like in my high school days. Um, In elementary school, though, I was aggressive. I was very secretly aggressive, and I was very manipulative, and I would hurt other kids, and I would do it in a way that would prevent me from getting caught, and I would do it in a way that kind of made them believe like they deserved it, like it was their fault. And nobody stopped me, and I continued to do that. And then, um, as I got older and I got into high school, I kind of, I continued the violence. I just kind of switched the way that I did it, and I became extremely defensive. And I, I felt like it was my duty to defend those who couldn't defend themselves. And so I would insert myself into fights and arguments with other students so I could be the one to attack. I was looking for any reason to fight. I was looking for any reason to lash out because I was angry. I was angry and sad and confused. And there was just, there was so much going on that I didn't understand. And adults never, I, it's sad, but it seems like adults really don't take the time to explain things to you. And they just kind of, they kind of act like, oh, you're young. You can't understand. Well, it's like, all I, all I understand is that I'm being bounced around from, you know, home to home, and my mom is sad, and, like, things are falling apart, and I'm angry, and nobody's, like, nobody's reaching out to me, no one's trying to get to the bottom of my anger with me, and so I continued, um, past high school, I, um, I kind of started to change again, uh, I continued being defensive, I continued being angry, and my pain never stopped, um, but instead of continuing to be wild and kind of explosive in that way, in, like, the way where I was, like, ready to fight, I became more so just verbally explosive. And, like, the tiniest things could set me off. And, again, like, I was very insecure and very sensitive. And so I started to... I started to value other people more than I valued myself. I would meet new people and I would think, oh my gosh, like, that person is so much better than me in every single way and it wouldn't really make me belittle myself and i over time i kind of just i started to withdraw from society from the world i i have lost like basically all of my friends um i have stopped participating like on social media like I, I was really into instagram uh 2015 to 2017 but I, I started to like take everything down because i was feeling like a fraud i was and like that that is a whole nother story as well but because like what i was posting about was the truth like i was actually like participating in the things that i was posting but for some reason i just i just thought so little of myself i i took them down because i felt like it was it wasn't real um like i i am an overthinker um, and yeah, it's caused, it's caused a lot of problems. I get extremely quiet around new people that I'm uncertain of. I constantly feel like people are ready to judge me and more than that, like I, I don't even really give people the chance. I, I meet new people and I shut right down. I get quiet. I withdraw and it's like they it's like my physical self is there, but everything else is gone, which really gets on people's nerves which gets on my nerves because the, I know that I'm hurting and I'm confused and I have all this stuff going on in my head but they're just seeing me from their perspective and so once they start judging me, I start getting defensive and my feelings get really hurt and then I feel it is justified to hurt them in a way that they've also hurt me and then it is basically like a never-ending cycle of pain and that's what it comes down to. I've had a lot of pain and I'm not the only one. I would just like to say that my story is not significant. My story is just my story. Um, it has a, It's had a major effect on who I am. But the thing is, it's not who I want to continue to be. There's a person that I fantasize about and she's strong and she's bold and she goes after what she wants and she's happy and she has real genuine love and real connections and all of that really beautiful you know like glittery shiny stuff like i that's that's who i see when i think about me and now i have to put the actions in i have to put the work in to actually improve and break out of the chains that i have put myself in as a child A lot of these things had happened around me and I had allowed it to also happen to me. But as an adult, I am now 24 years old. As an adult, I understand that it is my responsibility to be who I want to be regardless of outside forces. I cannot let others' negativity, I cannot let others' pain, I cannot let all of these circumstances that I can't control, control me. I control me. And so today, I would just like to say that this in itself is a major step for me. Um, putting myself out here in this way, I would really, really love to start a bigger conversation. I think people who have gone through um, serious trauma—they, f- I feel—that a lot of people are misunderstood. Um, you're not really being heard. Your story is not being told, and you feel like you feel like maybe you have to hold it in, or that you are, you are ashamed for some reason, but I just want to tell you your story is your story, and it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to define you, and in fact, I know this is going to sound a little crazy, but it, it could be beautiful, because... I feel like the best stories are the the most inspiring stories are the stories where someone has been left in the dirt and they grind and they fight and they do everything they have to do to come out winning. Be a winner. I hope that me opening up and telling you a bit about myself and my story um, encourages you to do the same. And I would just like to say as well, like if you aren't ready to open up about your story, that is perfectly okay there is nothing wrong with that it's yours th- and you tell it when you're ready you don't do anything when you're not ready but I just want to say that when you can own your story and when you decide to not let it define you instead you you decide to recognize it for what it is but detach detach the negative feelings per se embrace the strength that you've gained because of those situations and smile because you're you're here you're listening you're here you're alive and that's beautiful so thank you for listening to my story welcome to growing pains it's gonna hurt a little guys but we gotta take the steps to move forward and to grow okay have a good evening Bye.